Yeah, it's your boy, Mario Quinn. 2019, 2020, coming in full effect, level up music group. Yeah, 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 Jack. Uh, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in my pot. So I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Uh, wrote it down like 2013. I was chilling with my queen, trying to formulate a dream. All right, all right, all right. Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy. Mario Quinn, and we are here with yet another Level Up podcast, episode 66, and I am joined here with my wonderful co-host, my boy Reezy Reek, what up, is in the building, world. you know what I'm saying? Um, and we are here with a very, very special guest, a really good friend of ours, Jamila Platt, a.k.a. Mimi, a.k.a. Mook Mook, mm. a.k.a. Been on the Block since 1990-something. Mm. Six. Six. <laughs> Six, bro. <laughs> so, baby, how are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. I just had a birthday. Sweet. Happy belated. Thank you. Okay, how old is you now? 19? 20, 24. Quit playing. Oh, okay. 24. It's because I'm short. Oh, I know. okay. Okay. 24. 24. 24. Sweet. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Uh, hopefully, everyone that's watching and listening uh, sends you some birthday love, some birthday energy. Yeah. Be looking uh, so in did you do any? Did you do anything uh, fancy for your birthday? Any any special activities? <laughs> Not fancy, but you know it was special. I had some dinner with my family. Okay. You know, dinner's always good. Yeah, I wanted to keep it, you know, COVID friendly. Right. COVID no, safe, I feel so you. you know. I feel you because people's nasty out here. They be sneezing. Yeah. And not washing their hands and then mm-hmm. eating and then. Ooh, that's the potato some? salad. Let me. Ooh, mm, ooh, mm, nah. ooh, gross. It's not a look. Disgusting. Well, anywho, without further ado, we're gonna get right into this uh, interview. Um, <laughs> We, there might be some laughs. I don't know what's going to happen today because <laughs> Mook Mook and I, we have we have a fun relationship, and so we tend to laugh a lot. But anywho, so Mook, let the people know who may not know who you are, exactly what it is you do here in the city of Pittsburgh. Okay. So I'm a painter. I'm a really a multimedia artist, but I focus in like fine art painting mm-hmm. and figure painting. I work on a lot of narratives, um, mainly of like people of color. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in telling stories. And so a lot of my art, if it's not, you know, telling a narrative through paint, I'm telling a narrative through collage. Mm. And I've, I've done a little bit of collaborative, like, works with some dancers, too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know I know all about that collaborative work. So mm-hmm. so uh, let the folks know, you know, um, you know, people who do things, they don't just get into things. It's not like, oh, I woke up and I was a painter. Right. Can you talk a little bit about your, your, your background um, and kind of how you got into becoming an artist? Um. Well, in a weird way, I, I kind of feel like I was born, not with the skills, but kind of with this this mindset to create. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I believe that everybody has the ability to be creative. Mm. Um, and so, like, for me, it kind of started when I was younger. Like, I just had a habit of, like, picking up anything that I could get my hands on mm-hmm. to draw or write. Okay. So, you know, it was crayons and pens and pencils. Mm. And then when I got a little bit older, my mom was like, here's some paint. Why mm. don't you try this out? Mm. And I was like, oh. That's fancy. That's, that's, that's nice. Right, right. You know? Um, and then as I got older, you know, I started to, like, sell my art at, like, the Three Rivers Arts Festival, you know, like, mm-hmm. as a kid. And then, like, I went to Kappa. Okay. And then that changed everything because then I had, like, these professors and these instructors who were teaching me how to see as an artist. Mm. Right? I had, a t- I had a teacher tell me that to create the things that you want, you have to learn how to 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 draw and create what you see and not what you know. Mm, yeah. I love that. And so it's about like representation. Mm-hmm. And so since then like I've been, you know, growing as an artist 
and also allowing other artists to teach me mm-hmm. too. And so after high school, I, I went to you know art college, and then right, right. and then here we are. So break that down one more time. So seeing like an artist, that means like all right. So I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I know how to draw cartoons, but how do I like how do I see like an artist and draw cartoons that I don't know? I, under, mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Well, I don't, I don't want to speak for all artists right. and say to see like an artist, but I think if you were looking to create something that's hyper-realistic, mm. like if you want to draw a face and you want it to look like Mario Quinn right. instead of like Mr. Magoo. Okay. You know, you wanna, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want it to represent you, right. then what I know to be an eye, right, is like, okay, you have a circle and then a dot. Right, right. Right, that's what you know. But what you see is something way more concrete right Mm. it's it's there's a there's a dimension to your eye like there's a shape there's a color there's form right and that's what you see Uh, yeah that's deep you could you could paint a couple couple slow snaps for that that's deep i get it now i get it now i Mm -hmm. love that you you were gonna say something else i can't remember okay cool 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 (laughs) what goes through your mind before you paint like did did you see what goes like when you before you prepare to paint does anything like cross your mind or do you see anything uh that inspires you to paint um it kind of depends you know if i'm doing a commission then i usually already have you know an agenda mm-hmm. uh because I'm, I'm working for a client mm-hmm, so they're right. telling me what they want right um and sometimes the commissions are just oh you have the freedom to do what you want and mm-hmm. i'm like well you still gotta give, give me, me something, something cause yeah because i'll just paint some stars right and be right. like here's i need five hundred dollars right you know? <laughs> <laughs> um but uh usually I would say if it's not a commission, I kind of just go off of my instincts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll plan, you know, like I might do a sketch of my composition so I know where I want things to go. And then I just let things flow, you know, and and just work with my intuition. And, you you know, I think, like, I'm not afraid to make mistakes in my Mm -hmm. art, you know, Mm -hmm. because things happen. And a lot of times you'll surprise yourself if you just allow yourself to be loose Mm -hmm. and free with your creative process. Yeah, I had a a professor who would call that happy accidents. Mm -hmm. He was like, look, just go with the flow. You never know what you're going to get. You might get a happy accident. (laughs) You know, mess up and it look cool. You're like, ooh, that's (laughs) hard for real, Loki. You know, try to fix it up a little bit. Right, right, right. Like Bob Ross. Paint some little trees and happy little accidents. Happy, that's happy trees. Yes, you know? that's where you got that from? Yeah. Okay, Bob Ross. Okay, cool. <laughs> that guy. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Um, see if I have anything else pulled up on here. What's the best thing that you ever ever drew or painted? Mm-hmm. I make a lot of art, y'all. I She's like, like all I'm, my shit's fire. Like it's, <laughs> I'm thinking like, because when, when I'm not creating art, I'm thinking about art. When I'm not even mm. thinking about it, I'm researching other artists who mm. are part of my like artist tribe mm. which is like a term that i learned like when i was in college about like like the ecosystem of artists yeah okay and also just like being around and understanding other artists who make work like you mm. so then you can understand yourself more mm. right. so it mm. also teaches you how to like research yourself as an artist um i don't know it's weird for me to think about the best thing that i've made because or, or what could you say that you painted that like was deep like that you felt that you said this is incredible mm. but even then it's like all my work i feel like for it's me fire, it's all it's all meaningful for me <laughs> right excuse me or it's spoke to you like or, or a, even something or even something that you were like really proud of like or like my favorite right because i or can tell you about like my favorite versus something i think is like the best because right. i always feel like my work is 
I think it's good, but I always can conf- always feel like there's always room for me to improve. Right, like right, I'm always absolutely. chasing that dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a couple of favorites. There's one really small p- painting I did. It's like two by three inches. It's like pocket size. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's this little painting of like uh, just two little green chairs. It's very okay. it's very simple, but mm-hmm. it was just like the idea of creating like portable art okay mm. you know is what i like and so that was the first piece that i did that size mm. um you know and i have it like sitting in my in my bedroom and it just like reminds me to like keep you know allowing myself to have this process of like creating in a fearless way mm. you know yeah because i've never seen a painting that little before yeah that's, that's so small i'll bring it I've i would trying love to, to see this it's like a little bite-sized painting it is that's cute it's a, l- a little pocket painting right you, know, you just and it's in there. my pocket right that's you cute. have any paintings for sale Oh yeah, tons yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I got small paintings and I got large ones. The large ones are, I don't know if I can say the price on here. Good. I mean, the large ones usually are like between seven hundred and you know fifteen hundred. Mm. You know, it just and I'm and I and I used to be ashamed to speak about my work in that way, mm-hmm. but like you can't you can't sell yourself short right yeah. and whatever craft you do you right. got to be able to sell you have to sell yourself and that, that was i was actually going to ask that because i know like you know we we are a gallery too right mm-hmm. and so we have artists who come in that are amazing some very well known some never heard of you a day in my life but i like your work you hit us up it's great and you know i see some prices and i'm like ooh, mm-hmm. you know that's a little high and i feel like in pittsburgh it's a great arts community but the market for people who buy art doesn't seem as big as like the community is. And so how do you, how did you kind of balance that? Like knowing, knowing that, you know, you may not get the, you know, the people who are going to spend thousands of dollars on the painting and stuff like that. You might get, I I feel like in Pittsburgh, we get a lot of people who love to buy prints. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, I will pay $15 for that lovely print of what you painted. So (laughs) how did, how did you, you know, how did you balance that out? Uh, well, I'm, I'm all about, like, creating affordable art for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually, sometimes I'll just give gifts, you know. Uh. But I also have to make a living. And so, like, to create affordable art, I think about the size. Okay. You know, I think about what somebody can fit in their car or what mm-hmm. somebody can fit into their, their bag or mm-hmm. even their wallet. And so I usually will barter. Okay. Or I'll just set a price of, like, $25. Okay. Like, you know, a couple months ago, I did a bunch of small, like, jet magazine paintings mm. and they were just on raw canvas and they were really quick and i sold them for they were like 30 dollars a piece okay and i sold them I, I, th- I think i made like 20 or 25 of them and they all sold in like a day oh wow yeah that's crazy so yeah. do you have um you know because I, I do want to say i i believe you wholeheartedly like you definitely should never undersell yourself as an artist like if you should know your worth and set it at that and people should be proud to pay that amount um, but do you, uh, my question is, do you, have you reached a market outside of the city? Like, have you, have you done things online where people hit you up online or DM you like, yo, I saw your work. Can you ship me something kind of situation? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How, how often does that happen? Uh, Hmm. I mean, it's not once in a blue moon, but mm-hmm. not like every day, Okay. you know, every now and then I'll have someone contact me, um, like. Recently, somebody from, like, Instagram, a, a woman who's in the Army, like, she was like, hey, I've, I saw your work, mm-hmm. and I really, like, I want, I, I'm moving into a new house. Can you make me something that's, like, 
she wanted something kind of large, like six feet by five. And oh, I was wow. like, well, Ooh, I'm moving like too. Eight bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that's big. And she's like, yeah, and I, you know, I'll, I'll pay whatever. And But I, I, I had to turn the opportunity down. I told mm-hmm. her I would get back to her because I was in the process of moving too. Right. And it's hard to lay out your whole, you know, process. And then you're trying to pack things and put things in boxes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. What was your initial question? Uh. <laughs> I think you, I think you, oh no, if you got people that, you know, how often do do you get people outside of Pittsburgh interested in your art? Yeah. You know, so I think you, you answer, you say it's not once in a blue moon, but it's not every day. Well, digitally online, but, but like via, you know, text and email, Mm -hmm. um, I actually get a lot of people that communicate with me because I went to school in Philly. Mm -hmm. So I also have a lot of, uh, connections there too. People will contact me. Like right now I have a show, um, at a gallery in Philly on October thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So usually I usually I, I do a lot of like shows like mainly in Philly and a few like in Ohio and mm-hmm. in Maryland, but like nothing nothing too like far yet. But I'm hoping to okay. expand when I can. Okay. Cool. So what's your what would you say? You know, is your process of like reaching out to galleries and stuff like that? Like I know mm-hmm. it's not very easy to just like you. It's not like you can just walk into a gallery like yo. I'm an artist. <laughs> I paint. You can though. You can, you can. You can. But like, you know, what was that process like for you? Like, was that was it like, you know, someone helped you get to that point, or you know, what did what did you do to get to where you're able to be in different cities showcasing your work? Mm. Um. Well, being a student in a different city allowed me to network mm-hmm. with people outside of this environment. You know, because Pittsburgh is a great city. It's just it's small. Right. You know, and so going and venturing out a little more definitely was an advantage for me. Um, but also like going to art shows, going mm-hmm. to events where you have a craft that is relevant to that space mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. really helpful too. Um, because I usually actually don't go into galleries. Mm-hmm. I've, s- I've been with people when they've done it right. where they've been like, Hey, I'm an artist. I want to show some art here. I did it a few times and like got some kind of like some nasty responses from gallery owners. Oh wow. Yeah. And so like it's just kind of a blessing that people will reach out to me. Right. Usually through, through like, word of mouth right. or, you know, sometimes somebody will just see my work, oh, like, okay. on social media, right, you know. Right, right. Or they might go to a show that I had months ago, and then they'll know somebody that knows somebody mm-hmm. that owns a gallery. Right. And then they contact me, okay. you know. Okay. Have you ever did anything here at Level Up Studios? Um... Actually, one time. <laughs> I was like, if she forgets, I'm gonna be so mad, yo. If she no, forgets this, okay. It was okay? one time. It was, I w- it was actually like when I first started coming by the studio because I used to teach next door at this great nonprofit. I don't know if I can say the name. Yes, can I you say, can the say the name. Okay, <laughs> at a symbol gallery. So it's yeah. a great space, a maker space for kids. Um, and I used to teach art there, STEAM art, which is like science, technology, engineering, art, and math, and um. The owner, Nina, she, like, was like, oh, I got to introduce you to my friend Mario. And then, like, we were introduced, and then he was like, oh, I'm, I'm having this event. Can you do this? Is, this is me being you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having this event. I'm, having I'm, talking, this. Like, I'm talking like that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm having this. Yeah, I'm having this event. Can you, uh, you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sound like somebody's granddad. You wanna- <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> he, did, he was like, yeah, I'm having yeah, this event. I do say yeah. Like, you wanna- uh, yeah. <laughs> He was like, you want to you, you wanna do some live painting? I was like, oh, really? I'm a little nervous. I've never really, I don't do that much live painting. Mm. He's like, oh, it'll be fine. Yeah, Come on, family. It'll be, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, like, oh, we, that's shady, yeah. we made, but that's you, though. Right, you, have right, like, right. you have, like, that light energy. It was right. great. And so, um, yeah, we made those connections. Uh, 
and through the contacts. And then I came here and I did some live painting. Um, I forget who else was. I think Pat might have did some live painting was too it that Pat, night. I think was Zach Rudder here for that too. I think Zach. Well, yeah, because I, I was Zach, there. Yeah, you were right there. And, and then he, he was like right up here. Pat was there, and then I think Zach or somebody else okay. was here. Cool. But that was yeah. What that event was, was that? Do you do you remember the event? That was for what was it was was it for an open mic or? That was about a year and a half ago. I don't remember. We do so many events, family. I I can't remember half. Well, do the you stuff at least remember the painting? It was like bananas. It was. No, it was close. It was right? a, it was a house, and it was there was a pink background, and I painted lemons and cherries. Lemons. On. I knew it was so some something yellow, yellow fruit yeah. kind of thing on there. When you said pink and a house, I just thought of two chains as trap house. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I still have that painting though, and somebody actually did mention that, so maybe I'll put that up for sale and see mm-hmm. what happens. Dope, dope. Well, you mentioned you mentioned. A symbol, and you mentioned the lovely Nina, who mm-hmm. I love. I love you, Nina, if Nina. you're watching this. Nina, yay. <laughs> um, talk a little bit about, you know, because, like, being an artist is one thing, right? Right. And being good at being an artist is one thing. Being a teaching artist is a completely different beast, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of uh, patience, and it takes a lot of patience. And so talk a little, <laughs> talk a little bit about <laughs> that, that journey of like, you know, getting into that opportunity and, and what that did for your artistry, if it did anything. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm thinking about like how I got to know Nina in high school. Uh, I used to I used to volunteer at Assemble mm-hmm. when it, they were at a different location. Right. And so we already kind of built that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in college, you know, I would I would work there there during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started off like as a teaching assistant and then kind of built my way up to being a teaching artist there. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching, you know, younger kids who mm-hmm. are six and seven, which does require a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. But That's what I said three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Patience, patience. Right. Um, and I can say that that experience definitely helped me as an artist. I actually got a lot of, like, inspiration from working with younger kids mm. because their imaginations are, like, insane mm. in the best mm. way, you right. know, and they have no limit, you know. And as an adult, I think that a lot of us, like, sometimes we turn off our imaginations right. because we have to be so serious, right, you right. know, and, and art doesn't always have to be serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when you're reminded of that, you, it allows you to, like, loosen up a little bit mm-hmm. and, like, for me, like it, it helped me create things that I normally wouldn't, you know, paint, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a dragon, like an orange dragon, you know, but like two heads, right. carrying, <laughs> carrying right. a Prada bag, you right. know. That's hard. And like, ex- right, it's right. somebody might buy that. Right, that's I would buy that. See? I'm like, yo, let me get the uh, the, the Prada dragon. The Prada dragon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint that, Gucci y'all. Bag, right. I'm gonna paint that. That's fire. And then you're gonna be like, oh, I heard that on the podcast. Right, I really that's, that's now. fire. That sounds yeah. fire. I could just imagine it. Prada dragon with the, with the bag, like the claws. He carrying it with the, right, with the claws. With the There's a little smoke coming out of the nose a little bit. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get that as a tattoo. Right. Like I heard it on the Mario. Yeah. That that'd be hard. That'd right. be hard. If you get the tattoo, send us a picture. Yes. Uh, so we can post it yeah. and use the the hashtag Murder Moot. And then my uh, art so will no. be my art will be inked. My art will be inked. Oh nice. That'll be a whole other realm. There you go. That's a whole new level right yeah. there. Something That's a whole new level. So new level. Sweet, sweet. So uh, I'm going to pass it to Marie, see if he got anything else for you. If not, I'm going to get to my next question. Well, you talked about uh, working with kids. Um, speaking of kids, I heard uh, you are a, a new auntie. Ooh, we brought it up early. I'm excited, though. Yay. How do you feel about so that? I'm, I'm excited. So my brother, Marcus, uh, and his 
his partner Jayla. They just had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah, she's the cutest. She's she's beautiful, y'all. She mm-hmm. just has so much hair. Now, what's um, her name again? Chaney. Chaney, okay. Chaney, yeah. She's named after uh one of our ancestors, one okay. of my, my great great grandmother, I believe. Mm. Is she yeah. better, Chaney? Begging? I'm weak. Stop it. Bro. No. But um yeah, they're 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 excited, you know, they're new parents now and, and they're both like nurturing, so I'm just I'm just I'm happy for them. Right. Yeah, you know, and I'm happy to be your art auntie. I was gonna say, are you yeah. gonna tell the people what yeah. you call yourself? The art auntie. Art, art auntie. That's gonna be awesome. Gotta be. So what I are you what to do some finger painting? Right. I, knew you, yeah, I was gonna say, what are what are some like looking to the future, like things you, you hope to be able to do with your niece, like Cool things that you know make you the cool art auntie. Hmm. I'm really excited to just introduce different crafts to her mm. to just see what she might gravitate to mm-hmm. towards, you know. Because what if she likes to build things, right? You know, right. Maybe let's try some blocks, let's try some play dohs. Mm. If she likes to paint or get a little messy, then I'll give her some paint, you right, know, right, or some right. watercolor. Uh, but then, even if she doesn't like art, mm. you, there's different ways that you, that you can be creative mm. without necessarily being an artist, mm. you know. Martial arts is. Right. Still has the word art in it, y'all. Right, it's, it's in there. Yeah. Because it, it, I feel like art and science can be synonymous in a lot of ways because, again, there's like, there's a method to doing certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always like, like in Kung Fu, for example, it's like being soft and being like water is necessary. Water right? bending. Right, right. You just did. Right, you water just bending, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Pisces, you know, of course I would bend He's water. Swimming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So, I was I was gonna ask you know knowing you you know you being Mook Mook, you know being a homie you know I've heard a lot about your family and about your upbringing and the things you were exposed to as a young person. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people might not know that you have a very 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 extremely very artistic family. So oh. can you talk a little <laughs> bit about your family and those who have inspired you as an artist? Yeah. So there's man there's a lot of artists in mm-hmm. my family of different facets. Um, my sister, I have an older sister, you know, she's, she, I don't know if she still paints, but mm-hmm. when she was younger, she, you know, painted a lot. Uh, my dad's a writer and a journalist. My mom, you know, unfortunately she wasn't able to go to art school, but she creates art. She's a nurse. Mm-hmm. I've got aunts that are playwrights and makeup artists. I have cousins and my brother who both make music and mm-hmm. who are writers. So it's literally, you know, in my genes to right, create. Right, right, right. Uh, and they all inspire me, but I have my cousin Naomi, she uh, Chambers. She is definitely an artist uh, who has inspired me. I remember, like my first kind of moment of exposure outside of my house mm. being around art was when she took me and my cousin Manny to uh, one of her like classes when she was in college. Mm. She made. I, I think she went to. I don't know. Correct me if I'm, I hope she can correct me if I'm mm. wrong, but I think she went to. Point Park. Okay. She went to a school in Pitt. She went to a school in Pittsburgh, y'all. But she she studied uh, art, and she took me and him to one of her classes to sit in. But we couldn't actually sit in there because it was a new drawing class, mm. and the model was draped. But I remember like sitting outside of the classroom and like kneeling on one of the benches outside of the class and like coloring for hours, mm. hours. Yeah, and I was so proud to give her this drawing. Yeah, and what, she what that Yeah, yeah and she right. still has it too. Uh-huh. And I was like seven, eight years old. Mm. Yeah. Was that your That's first dope. drawing? Oh no. Do you remember your first drawing? 
No, I don't remember my first one, but like I still have a few from like that age mm. that I've that, that my mom, you know, has kept and she's shown them to me and I just don't remember drawing them, but mm. yeah, but she has them so. Yeah, my first drawing was on on my mom's kitchen cabinets that she had just got Ooh. redone. Was I drew it I, I, I drew I drew no, I drew Tweety Bird to the T. Oh, oh. Like it looked exactly like Tweety Bird. Oh, cuz you have a Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got a and, background uh, too. My mom was like I'm, you're not in trouble, but I'm really mad. But this looks nice. You should do art. And I'm like, mm. cool. So she supported it, but I had to clean it off. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to say shout out to Naomi, though. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very cool person. Naomi and I, we met through uh, my boy Darnell Chambers, who's her partner, mm-hmm. um, uh, through Flower House, actually. They had a gallery space up in Wilkinsburg that was doing really dope things. And um, mm-hmm. her and I actually, um, she helped me out big time because I was uh, selected to do a panel at South by Southwest EDU mm. um, in 2018 and the people who I was originally supposed to do it with um, couldn't do it anymore and I was like yo I need a moderator I need somebody and uh, a friend of mine from Remake Learning hit hit them up was like yo can you help Mario out and she was like I'm down and mm. like we just like figured it out in like a week yeah. and flew down and to texas got got an airbnb and like you know she really didn't know about a lot of the work that i was doing but she was able to just like like jump in there and get the job done and like we we literally had one of the best panels and it was just me talking and you know her moderating but like people were like yo this was the highlight of my night and so like i i shout out to her man really really dope person my family's Um, cool yeah your whole family i love everybody in your family that I, i actually know i know Kim, mm-hmm. I know my Manny, I know your brother, and I know Naomi. Those are the only people I really know. I'm surprised you don't know but my Aunt Cheryl, who was Kim's sister and my mom's sister, and uh, Manny's mother, who was uh, a makeup artist, y'all. Mm. I can shout out my whole family right now. That's crazy. But like, yeah, a whole generation of generations. Generations. Yeah. You know, she said mothers yeah. and sisters. That's generations. Oh and, you know, I don't know if y'all remember earlier I was talking about artist tribes. Mm. Naomi is definitely, like, she's one of, like, my artist triplets. Right. You know, the other Ooh. triplet is real. You know, Rails. Rails. she, uh, oh, I can't remember her Instagram, but she's Naomi. Naomi is, she's a close friend of Naomi. Okay, okay. So I was introduced to her through uh, the Radiant Hall where I had a studio space at. Mm-hmm. Um, and her studio was right across from mine. Wow. Yeah. Y'all so we all kind of make museum. similar work, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Get a whole museum, the Platt family. Wow. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Y'all want to fund the Platt the Family Platt Museum. I'm weak. Y'all should get a whole <laughs> museum. You were so silly, bro. All right, so since we're laughing, I'm going to go ahead and change the subject. Go ask my good question. And okay. then after this good question, I'm going I'm to pass it to Marie for the next question. But um, So this is my famous question that I always ask. Should I wait to drink this? Or? Go ahead, drink. Okay. <laughs> so, Mimi, what would you say is your number one no, no. Of life or? It doesn't <laughs> matter. It could be, it could be like a philosophical situation. Mm. It could be a silly situation where it's just like, oh, or like a pet peeve or whatever. You, you can take it wherever. Mm. Your number one no, no. Number one. I got, there's a couple of no, no sizzling in my brain right now. Right, you get five no, no. <laughs> 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 she said sizzling in my brain. Um, my number one 
no, no. I was talking to him about this yesterday mm. too. Okay, boogers, y'all. <laughs> I don't like, and this ain't just like, oh, they stand uh, in your nose. I don't like when I don't like seeing people in their nose mm, and then like trying to touch things. Mm, now, if you fix your nose ring, like I got one, so mm-hmm. I might you might see me use my knuckle, mm. but I ain't about to use my digits and be like, yeah, let mm. me. So anyway, y'all. That's gross. Do you have a preference? Uh, dry, soft, wet. The slimy ones. I hate the bubble ones. Oh, the bubble <laughs> ones are the worst. And this, this, the slimy ones in general. I don't fam. like the ones that that like they they they're here and you see it. It's usually with kids. Right, you see right, this one right, where it's, right. Where it's a string. And then they go like this. Oh. <laughs> or they'll just be talking to you right. and it kind of shakes a little bit because it's oh. gelatinous. Uh. It no, the worst is when you see grown people looking like that. You like, come on, grown person. You out if you don't get to the bathroom immediately, it fix you. I know somebody who that be happening to all the time. I ain't gonna name no names. Wipe it, please. Wipe That's it. Hilarious. Especially when a woman is sick. Or when somebody do the elbow, uh. and they do one of those. Uh. Get all on their. And you see sleep. it Oh, uh, ew, in the corners. Oh, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I've been guilty of that. In the, in these winters, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. We've all done it. Yeah, We've uh, all done it, but I just, I don't like seeing it. Yeah. Like, just, I feel if, you. like, if it's on there, just don't even tell me. Don't shake now, my now, head. Now, are you, the, are you the type, like, like, let's say, you know, I, I rolled up, you know, I came through. He was like, yo, we, you know, got a show, come through. And I came through, and I'm thinking, I'm fresh. Mm-hmm. And I got a little, you know what I mean? You're going to let me know, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay, okay. I, and okay. I'm gonna I, didn't know if, I didn't know if it was that bad. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I'll let you know. Were you like, oh, I can't even look at that person. I got <laughs> to go. <laughs> I might, if it's if it's a string, I might, like, be a little grossed out right, at first. Right, right. Got to compose myself right. and be like, I'll but you got to hit you like, bro. Yeah, I'll be discreet because right. I don't, because I don't believe in in trying to correct somebody and embarrass them. Mm. You know, I don't think that because that's not helping somebody. Right, that's right, right. Degrade them and make them feel ashamed. Right. Then they might not come back. Right. Because they're like, well, that's the lady that was talking about me and I got, I got yeah. boogers. Everybody boogers. got boogers. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that's that. My thing is, I'd be like, hey, bro, you got a little. Yeah. You got a little. You might want to. You might. You want. Mm, like, what? What's over you there? Know? But like, if it's mad people. And it, like, let's say you know someone was right there, and it's like us. Mm-hmm. I went by, hey, bro, you got a big booger hanging out your nose. Like that's shady. Like, come on, yeah. man, hit them with the. Uh, this is universal. Everyone mm-hmm. knows, like, bro, you're a little, you know. Like right somebody here. be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I had. A, I want to talk about a situation since we are on the topic of boogers. Um, oh man. Okay. Grace. I, I, two things. Booger is in one of my passwords, um, which is funny to me. I'm going to keep that inside. I laughed a little inside. Um, but it's not just booger. There's more stuff, so don't be trying to. Um, but, no, I have a close family member, okay, whose uh, biological mother would hang out with us, you know, when we were kids. You know, we would go to the zoo, go to the movies, go to places uh, with this close family member's mother. Um, and uh, we all eating popcorn having a good old time watching the movies mm-hmm. great my mom's right here my mother's right here you know so that person's next to my mom we all eating popcorn passing it my mom and i noticed said person said mother just talking it i'm Ooh. talking about Ooh. in Ooh. there Ooh. and just in the brain <laughs> in there right and <laughs> and uh reached over into my mom's lap. Oh, touching yeah. popcorn. With oh. the same hand. Oh, grabbed no. the John. And now my little, my sisters, and my older sister and little sister can tell y'all the truth. This is real, okay? Mm. And said, come on, we ate it. Um, and my mom was just like, um, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she hit her with the, um, you can go ahead and have that popcorn right there. But like, I, I was, and I was a child. I was a little child. But I, I knew enough common sense to be like, fam, what is you doing, fam? Like, 
you grown. Mm-hmm. Did you just mm-hmm. did you just play piano in your nose <laughs> and then touch the popcorn that we all trying to share right now? <laughs> so we had to go get a whole nother bucket, and we was like, you cut off, you get. That's you. you, probably you, did, you know they saying? probably did that on purpose so they can keep the popcorn. Yeah, it's like probably. Popcorn stuff. But that's gross. That's disgusting, yeah. but that's a great strategy yeah. if that's if that's the end goal. Because don't like. nobody want that extra salt on no, there, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, though. It's not that I don't like. It's not. I don't. People, everybody hates me. <laughs> just the extra salt. Just, I'm a queasy person. I can't take it. Everybody, oh, that's so nasty to me. Uh, right. I, I'm sorry, It's y'all. getting hot in here. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. Everybody has it. I just don't like when I see it and then you touch something. Because mm-hmm. then you're spreading it to other people. Right. Yo, keep that. Keep your goal to yourself. Right, right. Keep it we to need yourself. to go back to handkerchiefs like old people. Just be no and dudes. gloves. Yeah, they be, they be, they be, I'd, I'd never seen nothing like this in my life. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, my Lord, did you really just do that? He said, <laughs> Unfolded Fold it neatly. It. Put that drawing right back. I said, "Oh no!" I'll wash that. That's later. disgusting. And just use it. Use it again. I'm like, "Oh, fam." Mm. But maybe we should go back to that. At least they kept their stuff together. Or with gloves, yeah. yeah. That's with why people gloves. wore. That's why people wore gloves. What was it in the the what 40s and 50s? Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew. Mm-hmm. They try and bring it back with COVID. Yeah, we, we need to. to. I mean, we're gonna have to, y'all, because. I mean, we should already be practicing good hygiene in, in these things anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. A lot of people forget. It only that, makes so sense. You have to remind yeah. Them again, wash your hands. Right. Wash your hands. Wash your booty. Blow your nose. Wash your face. And wash your face. Okay. Yeah. People be having stuff in the corner of their mouth, don't even be knowing it. Right. You gotta check your, check yourself right. and check your friends because you don't want your friends that's out like my, here. My, my son, I love you, Kari, uh, but he, ooh, when he wake up, he be crusty. <laughs> I'm like, but he's, fam. It's okay. he's yeah, I mean, he's four. He's but I'd, I'd be like, dang, bro, you crusty. Ooh. I'm like, bro, go wash your face. He's like, what? I'm like, you got <laughs> crust. <laughs> like, you look like, you know how, like, Homer Simpson had the shadow? <laughs> it looked like <laughs> Now, nah, shout out to my son. Shout out to my whole family. They raw. Um, yes, I love you so hard. Yes. Sweet, sweet. All right, Marik, I know you got the next question ready to go. Let's get it. Well, um, let me see what I want to ask. Can I ask y'all a question? Sure, sure. Hmm. I mean, I know, Mario, I know, like, a little bit about your background in mm-hmm. graphic design. I don't know anything about your background. So what, do you both, do you both create art, visual uh, art? I love creating. As a, uh, I'm a writer first. I tell people that all the time. Mm. Um, creating, yeah, I, I like uh, to do graphic design. Uh create you know some social posts for uh, level up mm-hmm. you know and uh I, got, I went to school for mass communications so uh you know just learning how to communicate well and broadcasting and you know when i was doing my own show back at school i would uh i would create like video interviews kind of like podcasts like mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. when it comes to editing a video uh and what type of music changing the audio trying to you know lower the audio if it's too loud uh adding pictures i love creating because uh, mm. it's just it's so fun right mm-hmm. it's freeing it allows you to be that child that you mentioned earlier but for me i, I started off as a visual artist um i was a visual artist through and through i drew a lot more than anything um and then uh my stepdad his name was miguel he was a fellow from ecuador he was a cartoonist and comic maker for the newspaper in Buffalo. 
um, and he would just show me how to draw cartoons and stuff. So I really fell in love with like cartooning, and so ended up going to school for animation to become an animator. Um, realized that I'm I really loved media more so than the animation side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I fell in love with like audio you know, video editing, post-production, things of that nature, some 3D stuff, motion graphics. Yeah. Um, but I also um, really, really, really loved dancing that entire time. And so, like, I was always, like, an MJ fan, always uh, watched the movie Breakin'. So, like, I, at, as I'm going to school, I'll, me and Pat, we had the hip-hop uh, dance club at the Art Institute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, we were always, like, performing and, and practicing and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, as a visual, you know, I paint a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little painting of a lying over there. You can probably see it through in the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Um, you know, I painted that. Um, but I would say I, I had a one watercolor of Muhammad Ali. Um, he was, like, in that position. And then I did um, stippling mm-hmm. for the shading. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the dopest things I've ever made. So, like, in terms of, like, my proudest piece of work, that was it. Um, but that I did that in high school. Um, but, you know, yeah, mo- most of the work that I do now is, like, media and teaching and dancing mm. and things of that nature. But yes, I have a background in cartooning and whatnot. Yeah, I, I used to do comic books too, like little mm. stick figures, superhero stick figures that save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, su- stick figures <laughs> that save? They little though, little they're cakes. skinny. I know, but like they lived in Stickville. So oh, oh, so they in Stickville, they strong. Yeah, they, uh, and it was you. Gangville. There was oh, wow. <laughs> and like, it wasn't just like, there was like different like, you made worlds for this? Yeah, like they would learn, like wow. I would draw stick figures it. and then like I'll actually draw like actual characters, not just stick figures, and they would oh, come wow. out of nowhere like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who oh. are you? We have to beat this person now because they, they look too normal. Poor child. He <laughs> had no friends, y'all. He had no friends. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My friends know? encouraging me to right, do Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like that you both do other things though and, and you like you're you're most multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's a lot of folks who feel like they have to just do one thing mm-hmm. or they have to do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And there's a way to find the medium, you know, because a lot of artists connected in ways that we don't realize, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm a painter, but I paint na- I paint narratives, right? And mm-hmm. I paint narratives about people of color, but I also translate that information into in forms of collages. Mm-hmm. And I've also translated those narratives through dance and through mm-hmm. collaborative uh, projects with dancers, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. th- those are all things that I love. You know, I'm pretty sure, honestly, like if I if I didn't go to school for painting, I would have either went for film or for dance. Mm. You know, um, you can make anything out of art. Yeah, like I mean, there's right. a I mean, and, and, it, and, it, and it it's there's a lot of connective tissue with with visuals and mm-hmm. and, and and performance and yes. movement and you know you you could pretty much you know blend anything, which gets me to my next question. I know you collaborated with the homies of Lost Culture. Talk about that. That was at the Kelly Stray. You know what I'm saying? That was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, can, you, can you talk a little bit about that project and how that process was for you? Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. No problem. So, uh, when was that? That was last, uh, close to this time last year, I like helped produce. Actually, I, well, I was part of a residency for mm-hmm. the Kelly Stray one called Freshworks. Um, and it was like a residency that gave artists an opportunity to present performances um, of their choosing. Mm-hmm. And you got like an allotted amount of time for rehearsals. And just giving a background of like a lot of the work that I create, it's very uh, sentimental. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I really want to make people feel 
whether if it's joy or pain, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in diving deeper and allowing people and helping people uh, look introspectively. Mm. And so a lot of Come last year, uh, there were a lot of black men uh, in my life who I who were distraught. Mm. I, don't, I don't even know if distraught is the right word to use, but discouraged. Yeah. Drained, well, that too. Tired. Tired, drained. Right. You know, disappointed. Mm-hmm. They just there were there were a lot of feelings that I was almost hyper aware of, mm-hmm. and so I I wanted to express my frustration for that and and kind of provide a voice. Even though I'm not a black man, I'm a black woman. Right. And so there's mm-hmm. there's this unity of wanting to give black men a voice mm-hmm. through my platform that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to show people what they were feeling right. and why they were feeling. Right. And so I came up with this this. Uh, almost like a like a manifesto, if you will, mm. uh, about like the woes of like the black men that were in my life. Mm-hmm. And so there was mm-hmm. a project that I created called Hypertension. I remember that. Yeah, which is like a play on words mm-hmm. for you know the hypertension is a is a heart condition, right? Right. But that's like dif- that's caused by high blood pressure, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that we you know in the black community have have like a stereotype of getting but it also is our reality a lot Mm -hmm. of us do have high blood pressure Mm -hmm. and hypertension and that's something that we die from Mm -hmm. like this is a matter of life or death you know and so with hypertension i knew that i wanted to tell the narrative of what causes hypertension Mm -hmm. whether if it's stress or trauma you know or not seeking help for your trauma Mm -hmm. all those things you know are catalysts into the lack of your mental and emotional and physical health Mm -hmm. and so with lost culture the dance crew uh I gave them this narrative, this overarching narrative, and then I broke it down into segments, and I asked them if they could create choreography to interviews that I did of black men that I knew and some that I didn't know. Mm. And so I, you know, I conducted a series of a couple of questions that were intimate, uh, and some of the questions were like, when do you feel or where do you feel the safest? You know, what's your relationship like with your mother? Do you mm. have any kids? Uh, what's something you see in yourself that you wish other people could see? Mm. These were all mm-hmm. questions that I just just to, just to name a few that I kind of inquired about, and with that audio, uh, and with me mixing in you know some music that was relevant to those questions, mm-hmm. uh, I created like a, a, a an audio file that mm. was a piece within its within itself, and then I created a short film mm. and I projected that. Um, while the performers, the dancers of Lost Culture, created choreography to the audio. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was a v- it was a very intimate project, uh, and it felt good to release that. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to do it again uh, on a larger scale, on right, a much right. larger scale. Um, yeah, I mean, I've it sounds it sounds more like a work in progress yeah. than it does because that sounds beautiful. But I, I can see that being like a really something larger, mm-hmm. right? And right. in, in incorporating different you know get her in new york like, right mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i would love to i would he love says, to like, get her in new york <laughs> why'd you do the eyebrows <laughs> like that because somebody got signed her right that's sign funny and funny. i have yeah. i have i have stories that need to be told somebody's got so what what, what 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 was like you know because i know you know i worked for the kelly strayhorn I, I was at the alloy i was at everything you know i was the door guy hitting the clicker <laughs> um you know they have a great audience there and yeah. they're they're very i feel like KST's audience, they're very um, they're very engaged and they're very a part of the process in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so 
what what was some of that like in the maybe in the artist talk back piece mm-hmm. what were some of the feedback that you were getting that like you 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 know either appreciated or like kind of made you look at your work differently mm. if any I definitely got feedback I'm just trying to remember because right, it was right, a right. year ago it was it was close to a year ago um there was uh actually so, excuse me uh self siphoning mm. uh, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was there and I'm sorry I didn't come down it's I love no, you. That's okay. I'm gonna okay. do it again. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm yes. gonna manifest I it. I know I got a personal invite, and you was like, "You better be there." And I'm like, oh, but you had something. something you had something the same night, though. I think. Yeah. It was first Friday. You're running a yeah. business. Yes. Yeah, it was first Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was November first, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Cause I'm gonna do it again. No, never. Anyway. Yeah. So, so self was there, and I remember him actually telling me. He told me to the side, though. He didn't say this in front of a lot of mm-hmm. people. And forgive me if you don't, it, but for saying this. But he was like, I was, you know, that made me kind of emotional, and I, mm-hmm. I cried. And he was like, You told my story, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I wanted to right, do. Right, right. Even if one person told me that, that means that I, I, I told somebody's right, story. Right. Even though I'm not a black man, I understood it enough right. to mm-hmm. be able to say, Well. This is something that is worth telling that people mm. need to hear and they need to see. Right. Um, and so it, it, it just felt good to know that I was successful in the vision that I had mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. the story that I wanted to tell. Because mm. I consider myself a storyteller, even though I'm a painter. Mm. You know, artists of all, of all facets tell stories. Right. Even when you paint, you tell a story in your, in your painting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have a question before I go into it. Um, I want to address uh, one of the audience's question. Chris, I don't know if you're still there. Um, he says, what's your strength in art and what's your weaknesses? What's my strength? Mm. Mm. Come on, questions. I think I want to answer my... <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I think I want to answer what my weaknesses are first. I, could, I mean, I think that the one, the first one that comes to my head is like me. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm enough or that I'm doing enough. Mm. You know, um, and there's like a saying for that. It's called like imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Where you I don't felt that. I felt that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I still do. I still do. You know, I always feel like I'm not creating enough, and people are telling me like, "Oh, you're doing fine," but I'm like, "No, I need to do the next best thing, the biggest thing." Mm, like, right. I need oh, to create something yourself. larger. I always have to push myself, you know. And I don't think I ever will settle for what I'm creating because I always know that there's always something more that I can do. There's always right. something more interesting, more exciting. Or more, f- more, you know, more intense. Mm. Sometimes, mm. you know, it's sometimes art is about that shock factor. Sometimes you want to shake people, not literally, <laughs> but you know, yeah, like, shit. I want to sh- shake them. Let me <laughs> look at my art. <laughs> I want to shake them hard. No, I'm joking. Um, and I'm trying to think of the of of like other weaknesses that I have. Did you say? Did you say your strength already? No, I didn't uh, say my strength. We, we yet. S- we're starting with the weaknesses. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna because because those are the ones I think I just. Something that I thought of first. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's nothing else that comes to the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like arrogant by saying I don't got no other weaknesses, but that right. one. But mm-hmm. that's the one that I know for sure is like something I have to. I'm always working on trying not to. Right. I feel like I feel like a lot of people go. A lot of artists go through that. It's like one feeling like you're not good enough mm-hmm. or you don't belong in a space when it's like you do um and also feeling like you're not doing enough where it's like yo there's really no rush like do what you can like live your life take care of yourself yeah you know what i'm saying like but like as long as you're consistent i think that that's i mean i feel like that's a 
you know, everybody got that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. And actually, that you saying that reminded me that uh, I guess, like, another weakness is, like, sometimes I don't get motivated. Mm. It's like when I'm motivated, you know, it's there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's not it's not super often that I'm not motivated. But mm. when I'm not, I'm really not. And right. like sometimes I won't create mm. or paint or draw or do anything that's artistically creative, mm. like in the predictable sense, maybe for two weeks. Mm. You know, that's that creative block. Yeah, but can't. I think it's but I like to think of it as a creative break now instead of a block. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think it's important to take breaks, you know. I mean, that was my point with like taking care of yourself. It's like that's totally okay. Yeah. You know, I think I think w- when it comes to like the imposter syndrome piece, like that's something that you that that's up here. That's mental. You got you have to be like, "No, I'm the shit." Mm-hmm. I know I'm the shit and I'm I'm valuable w- in whatever space I'm in. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like I, that's what I had to say to myself working at Pitt around a bunch of researchers that use big words all the time. I'm like, uh, like extrapolate. And you're I'm like, like mm-hmm. uh, but I talk like this and I don't care. This right. is, this is who I am, but I'm smart. I'm creative. I'm educated. And I'm, and I'm an asset to the team, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, it comes to a point where you just have to accept who you are, but understand that there is worth in that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And value. Yeah. So, Oh, then he said the strength, right? Yeah. The yeah. Strength. Uh, so, I mean, I think I like fearlessly create, Mm. You know, like I, to be completely honest, like when I was what, 18, I was creating, I was doing paintings about lynchings. Oh wow! Nobody was making work about lynchings and I was painting that. I was painting people. I still have the paintings too uh, of, of, you know, some, some old women sipping lemonade and behind them you can see a lynching. Right. And a lot of, and and it's, that work is going to make people uncomfortable. You know, art isn't always about comfort. It's sometimes it's about facts it's mm. about knowledge it's about teaching mm. it's about information and i'm not afraid to make work that makes people uncomfortable because right. some because it makes me uncomfortable too mm. it's a, you know it's something we all have to go through right mm-hmm. uh but it's it, the conversation needs to be had yeah right. yeah like and i said it was, like, it was about telling a story and mm-hmm. you know whether it's a good story or a bad story it, it's a part of history that you know right. got to be re- reminded right and the fearless work isn't always negative, you know. Sometimes the fearless work is just making something silly when people expect you to be this highly regarded, super serious, yeah. you know, <coughs> creator. Everything doesn't have to be serious, you know. Excuse me. Um, wow. Sometimes I'll just paint doodles on a mm. large canvas and mm. I'll sell that. Right. And people will buy it, you know. People. Doodles are cool. Doodles are so Some cool. Some of my best sketches were just me, like, in class, just like, like let me you just know, draw this potato, right? <laughs> I was more of a uh, what's that called? A surrealist, I guess. Mm. Like, I like to draw like super, super abstract, weird, like animals and buildings connected to the animal. I don't know. Mm. I was, I was an interesting person. I would draw like ugly people. I don't know why. What's an uh, ugly person? Uh, oh, ugly person with like different features. faces and features. Oh. Like free eyes. I don't know why. Uh. Yeah, I don't know why. Like di- this different, like big nose, or a wide mouth, or giant eyes, <laughs> or pimples ju- all on her face. One, wow, jeez. Oh, oh no, I just be bored. Gotta get that energy out. Yeah. Right. Hey, gotta do it. <laughs> you know. So, um, how has twenty twenty shaped or changed uh, your plans? Mm-hmm. I know. I said that you take a side because goodness. Yeah, it's been a disaster year. It's so. been a yeah. It's been a rough one. Uh, well, for starters, like working has been hard like mm. outside of c- my creative work like just my nine to five was also involving art like i was you know i worked for a museum and i helped install the art i can't do that now 
Um, and being an artist who is also social and part of my like creative practice is actually like talking with other artists and engaging with other artists and going to art shows mm-hmm. and all those things are being put on pause because we can't be around one another right you know and and you know we have to think about our safety we have to think about each other's health right and those spaces you know don't allow us to really have those experiences in the same way mm-hmm. now you can virtually look at art online but there's something so there's some there's there's a disconnect and I think a bit of a disservice when you have to look at art on a screen. Mm. There's an experience that you're missing when you when you see it in person. Mm-hmm, Even if yeah. it's something digital, there's mm-hmm. just being there and being in front of it. Right, it's not the there's same. A, there's right. an energy exchange. Right. And you don't get th- at least I don't get that. I mean I would I would s- I would say the same for like like a like for example a dance class. It's right. like you know, online classes are cool, sweet, but it's like the experience of being in that space and like Working with the you know the right. students and stuff because you go to YouTube for all that right, right, just watch sure. a video right yeah uh, going back to uh, you know talking about this year um, I know because of the pandemic and everything going on that it putting everything on pause but do you have any uh, goals uh, that you want to do or set before the end of this year um for the end of this year let's see we have how many two months? More months we only mm-hmm. have two more. Really? So, I, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> what's, I'm like, what's, what's the wait, time? Wait. October, what November, December. Th- about three. Yeah, three. So Close three enough. Three months. Okay. I try it, y'all. Um, I'm all, I mean, I'm always trying to, you know, create more. So mm-hmm. I, I really want to, like, create some, some more paintings. I've been taking a break from, from painting, and I've been strictly working on a lot of collage art. Mm-hmm. And so I want to just get back into, like, my home craft, which is painting. Uh, But that's... I don't w- wouldn't necessarily say that's a goal by the end of the year because it's something I'm always right, yeah. doing. Well, do you have any future projects uh, that you're working on? Uh, you said you had a show coming up, right? Yeah. Remind the people wh- what that was. It's so it's uh it's in Philly at the what was the name of this space? The I, I'm trying to see if that's I can okay. look it up. Google is. Do I have time is, to look uh, it yeah, up? Google it. <laughs> Google it. Go- Google. Google. That, that makes fun of the way that I say it. I'm like Google. People like you say goo really Google Google. Mm-hmm. Sound like a baby saying his first <laughs> word. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, they call me really baby Quinn. Well, while I'm, while I'm looking up this uh, this show, I also I'm going to be creating some work for Brew House. Uh, so I can't tell you too much. Well, I'm not going to tell you too much because I want you to try to see if you can see it online and mm-hmm. go in person. But I will say that it's a large work. It's going to be what ten feet by eight. Oh, nice. It's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, large, okay. which is, I guess you can say a long-term and short-term goal to create works that feel monumental to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got some mural projects that are kind of in the works that I'm, you know, working through. Uh, there's a, there's some other things I have going on. I'm just trying to remember, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's there's a lot. There's a lot. You said you like to do collages, right? Yeah. Uh, what do your collages consist of? Like, what like, what do you like to uh, make collages of mostly? Um, <coughs> I like creating collages with figures. Uh, usually, like, as of lately, I've gotten a lot of my collage, like, the figures from, like, Ebony Magazine and mm-hmm. Essence Magazine, mm-hmm. but also, like, Nat Geo. Mm. There's because you can get a variety of people of color, or just people in general, actually, uh, 
from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And Nat Geo, they have like beautiful, you know, like photographs. And so that provides me with content that I wouldn't necessarily find in Essence. Right. But Essence isn't going to have what Nat Geo has, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, like I mentioned before, like I'm creating you know, narratives through figures. Mm-hmm. A lot of the collages, with the exception of the most recent ones I've been working on, dance around and kind of like create a conversation of like about spirituality mm. for a while i created collages and i put like i've created halos mm. for the you know figures in the collages out of anything that i could find mm. honestly if you put a circle behind a face behind somebody's head that can become a halo right you can mm. create a bowling ball picture and put that behind somebody's head and it's a halo a now. Right, right. yeah and so i was playing around with like the language of spirituality and magic and things that are mystical mm-hmm. and so i like to create works that are that kind of that go into that uh realm hmm. nice mm-hmm. i have a question okay i've just peeped your earrings those are really These? cool yeah uh are those like handcrafted no oh no. okay i thought maybe you made them or something <laughs> like, th- like did some like knitting kind of situation those are cool thank you i used to make jewelry when i was like I was like 10 years old right. at the uh, Three Rivers Arts Festival. I had like a booth, so I would make jewelry then. But no, I got these at Target, y'all. Oh, okay. Not hey, sponsored Target, by Target. Target's popping. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm looking <laughs> at the time. I don't want to keep you too long. So I do have uh, – I'm going to ask my final question. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, Mimi, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Uh, you're an amazing you. artist and an amazing person, um, an even better friend. So thank oh, you for stop. being – a part of the Lam- level, I said Lamel, level up family. <laughs> the Lamel level. Uh, and, and if you are just now tuning in, we have Jamila Platt in the building, a.k.a. Murder Mook, a.k.a. Mimi, oh a.k.a. Mook Mook. Uh, she's, she's, she's our sis here at the studio. Uh, we stay vibing and, and just doing cool stuff. But um, you know what Level Up's about. You know mm-hmm. who I am as a person and as an educator and as a teaching artist and as a dope dude and, like, just what I – I want to see for like young black people mm-hmm. um, here in Pittsburgh. And, you know, we want to be a vehicle for empowerment, a vehicle for motivation um, and a vehicle that can represent, you know, what young black people can be and, and do it with their lives, you know, through creative expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's one of the reasons why Marika and I are doing this podcast mm-hmm. um, is for them. And so my question is, if there is a young person, young lady, um, who might be watching or listening to this podcast, who aspires to be, uh, you know, fearless, a fearless creative and, you know, a visual artist, um, what advice would you give to that young person? <clears throat> hmm. Sorry if that was loaded. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, that's a great question, though. Yeah. I would say... I mean, I don't want to sound cliche, but I would say, like, to to believe in yourself and to be around other people that believe in you. Mm. Uh, and to and you know, it's it's gonna sound easier than it sounds easier than it is to be to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to you have to find a way to root for you and to root for what you're doing, especially if it's something that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, because as like a visual artist, you know, there's a lot of people who have come across who still tell me, "Oh, that's not a real job. Oh, you can't make any mm. money from that." But I know people who have who have master degrees, right, in, you know, art, and they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I know people who have dropped out of school and who are, you know, doing fantastic, mm-hmm. who are paying their bills just doing their craft. 
you know, and it's and it's and this isn't me not this isn't me saying that you shouldn't go to school for art, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think that you should do what works for you mm-hmm. because everybody has a different formula for success, <coughs> and you can't follow somebody else's formula. Right. You have to figure out what works for you, and you know, sometimes you have to take risks when you're when you're doing something that you love or, or when you want to go on a journey to do something that you love. You have to have a plan because right. without a plan, you mm-hmm. can't really get nothing in motion. Right. Yeah. yeah, taking a risk doesn't mean not having a plan. Right. It mm-hmm. just means having a little bit of faith in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and being around people who are doing the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to create art, try to go to some shows. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to some people, even if it's, you know, through Instagram. I had somebody recently who was a, who was a student, like a freshman, I think, uh, at CMU, and he he DM'd me and said, "Hey, I saw your work on Instagram, and I, and I really like. I just I'm studying art history, and I really like your work. And can we have a conversation?" And I was like, "Sure," because I'm not going to deny somebody right. the opportunity to have right. a conversation with somebody who might be doing something that they want to do right. or that they want to learn. That's about. a good point too. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, people, right. there are people out there. You know, you might get a no here and there, but most people, if they're cool people and they see that you're serious, like right. they will be like, sure, here, mm-hmm. this is what I do, this is how I do, boom, boom, boom. The only you way know? to grow, the only way to succession is if you have people to connect with that right. relates to you, mm-hmm. right. you know, build a foundation. Right. Yeah, so you got to put right. yourself out there a little bit and, you know, you can't be afraid to ask for help, no matter how old you are, because mm-hmm. I still ask for help, especially when it comes to art, because... I want to make sure I'm doing my thing. Right. You yeah, know? my thing. <laughs> 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 sorry, I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Thank you so much. We'll give you a couple wait, wait, s- slow. Wait. Let me get a, give her my slow snap. Okay, this is that. But all right, Marik has a. He it's looks like more? he has a question or a follow up or something. Well, it's it's um, I'm I'm done with all my questions. Uh, definitely af- answered them perfectly. I have one from one more person in the audience. Uh, Barbados. Barbados Black, that's the yeah. homie. Oh, okay. He said, "Did you always <laughs> know that you wanted your art to tell a story, or was it more of a self-discover?" It's mm. interesting. That's a really good question. Very good question. Thank you, yeah. Barbados Black. That's hey, the great. best for last. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Read the question again. It like blew me away so much that I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, what?" Yeah. Uh, I said, "Did you always know that you wanted your art to tell a story, or was it more of a self-discover?" Self-discover. Yeah, yeah. I would say that it was more of a self-discovery. Because uh, when I was in college, I had um, a professor. His name's Charles Browning, and he taught me how to research myself as an artist. And that's where finding, you know, who's part of your artist tribe comes into play and who inspires you. Uh, <coughs> like I'm really inspired by like Carrie James Marshall mm. and Carol Walker and Nick Cave, uh, and an artist is here, you know, in Pittsburgh, Vanessa German. Oh, I saw oh, one yeah. of her shows last. What was it? Like two years ago. Uh, and it was it was phenomenal, and they all tell stories. And I was I had to research. Okay, well, why am I interested in these people? What is it about them that intrigues me? About their process that intrigues me? And then I realized, okay, they're they're telling stories. Mm. And then I had to ask myself, well, why do they, why do I like that they tell stories? Mm. Because of X, Y, and Z. Right. So then, okay, so then why do I, you know I have to you have to research those people mm-hmm. to yeah. research yourself. Right. And so that's how I realized this that's is this is part of my artist tribe. So this is what I want to do. So now that I know, now I, now that I know this is what I want to do, now I have to execute it and do it, right. and keep doing it until I know I'm doing it, doing it the right way, or mm. until I'm getting the reactions that I want. Right. And even if I don't get the reactions that I want, y'all are still reacting. Right. Even mm-hmm. if you don't like it, I don't care. Talking about still, getting a reaction. That's, that's murder, Mook talking. Yeah. By the way, y'all. Anytime she don't care, 
Okay. <laughs> no, I, I love that, and I love the idea of the quote of the day for the podcast. We're gonna start that. That's a new thing we're What's gonna the quote do. Of the day? Uh, just quoting something that no, each I mean, guest said, what, what you just said, uh, that whole... That, that's the quote yeah, of the day? Yeah, that whole shemang bang. I, I feel honored. Right, feel you're honored. welcome. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but before we get off, everyone, I just want to say thank you for um, everyone who is watching. Shout out to my boy, uh, Dontrell Hill. It's the homie. I haven't seen you in a minute, bro. I hope you're good. Um, Did I go to Tampa with him? Probably. I, I uh, he's he's, a, he's an artist. Okay. He does he does clothing and yeah. I believe he does music and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. def- definitely just an all around creative, um, but good dude, solid dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody who asks questions and everything like that. But before we get off, I do want to give you your time um, to let people know if they want to reach out to you, if they want to collaborate with you, if they want to come see your shows and the information how can they reach out to you mm. website social media all that good stuff okay thank you thank you sure uh so i'm still working on a website that's in the works but that'll be on my instagram pretty soon mm-hmm. um and you can find me on instagram at mimi underscore zaza so that's capital m lowercase i m i underscore z a z a and you'll see a little picture of me um, That's the joint with the do rag, yes, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's a leopard print do rag, y'all. She got it's, the dewey on, looking, yeah, but it's clean. Looking, looking like big facts out here, like she's about to go get a chopped cheese and shit, right? <laughs> but it's, a, it's cheese, a clean shank. look. It's a clean look. <laughs> um, and right now, I would say the best way to also reach me is through my email, and my email is Jamila Pr at gmail dot com, and that's J A M E E L A H P R at gmail dot com, y'all. Sweet, yeah, sweet. You heard it, family. Well, Man. this has been episode 66. 66. <laughs> right. I always Mr. forget. I'm like, how many episodes is this? Um, Episode 66. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, and there is one more thing I, I do sure. want to say. I appreciate, you know, everybody tuning in. And if y'all do want to collaborate, let me know. Because right. I'm always making art. I'm always reading about art. So, and if you think you're part of my artist tribe, let me know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Shit. why not? Right. Yeah. Right, I might be in there. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm there, you? technically, you know. Yeah. I'm in the. I'm in, I don't know. We're if in I'm the artist tr- family. Family, We're yeah, yeah. I'm in the family. bigger, broader scope yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like the it's like the water tribe say? and the fire nation. <laughs> 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 he said something. Safe, I said like, I can't draw to save my life. Uh, well, I can't draw. I'm just not a right. expert. Right. But you right. don't gotta be. You because it's still valuable. Right. Yeah. Like I'll draw celebrities, but they'll look terrible. It's like. Who is that? Right. I mean, it's all about expression. You know, yeah. that's how I look at And art, again, is subjective, super subjective. Like, there, I could show somebody something that I think is the dopest thing in the world, and they'll hate it. Mm-hmm. But I could show the same thing to somebody else, and they're like, oh, my God, I love this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even like that painting I did or that dance that people you know I, I had i did one of those uh side-by-side instagram posts yeah. like i was like oh here's my hip-hop dance and here's my popping which one do you like and seeing the reactions was like really weird because i'm like you. you know i'm like the popping one was fire for real low-key mm-hmm. they're like oh that hip-hop's hot i'm like that's not even my strong point for <laughs> real like i i'll be roboting and stuff right. you know only time um, i draw my draws drawings look like parodies like they look kind of close to the person but mm-hmm. they look like drawings you want to laugh at like, i mean that's something mm-hmm. i mean look at caricature art you know yeah. that yeah. that's like a lane you know so if it's something you got time to do shit yeah. do it <laughs> you know I like to draw for fun though but love it yeah love it anywho wait you want to be the second quote of the huh what 
Yeah, I like that. We son. need that on show. Yo, shout out, shout out to my man Lil Sprite, aka Ivan. AKA uh, Ivan. He's our in-house engineer and just all-around tech guy. Yeah. Uh, he he just be coming up with good ideas. You should see his fit though. He look crazy right now, fam. And, and what was that? No, nah, no, nah, you shouldn't step in front of the camera. You should, he said, "Should I show the audience what I look like?" What no. Was, what was the quote of the day? Because if we get it on shirts, we're gonna have it trademarked. Yeah. Also, shout out to my trade art. Make art be great. You know, you know what I'm saying? so don't try to use it because if you see it, you know where Make it came art from. be great. Yeah. yeah, but I said if you got time to do it, then do it. Right? If you got time yeah. to do it, then do it, y'all. Shit. All right, family. Well, this has been episode 66 <laughs> of the <laughs> Level Up Podcast. Thank you again, uh, Mimi, for being on the show. Thank you to my wonderful host, Rizzy Reek. You. It's your boy, Mario Quinn. We out. Peace. Chat. Uh. Gotta give it up, started from the bottom but I climb my way up, level up studios that was all up in my thoughts so I put it in a pot and I mix it all up.